if anybody has had the industry hating on them, I think it's been Jasmine. Come on, come on, industry <laughs> hating drop. Whoa, Trey, that's whoa, time your cue. Out, time out. No, listen, we're not going. We're not going. Just say people's been hating on people. No, I'm not. I'm not in on this. this. Your cue, Trey. That is, if I, there was I ever agree. a cue for that, that would have been I, for you. I agree, but I was told not to say anything about the industry <laughs> blackballing people. So. I love you. Yo, what's goody to hoodie? It's your boy, Diero, and this is the Big Dope Energy Podcast. If you're a regular listener, welcome back, and I love you, and I need you to leave a review on Apple Podcasts and share this episode on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Grindr, Tinder, Christian Mingle, <laughs> you know, anywhere anybody might be looking for a new voice to put something in here. If you're new to the pod, you already know what to do. Hit subscribe and prepare to thrive, because baby, we gonna get into some things. Jasmine Sullivan is letting these hoes tell. Kimye is getting divorced, and the government officially went apeshit last week in an event that not even Chris Jenner herself could have drummed up. We're also deep diving into marriage. What does it mean? How big do you want it? How does it feel? <laughs> and of course, it would not be a podcast hosted by Diero without a proper Beyonce rant. But this one's really good. So without further ado, let's get into episode number 11 right motherfucking now. Yo, so we back and we got the gang all here. Of course, we got your girl Leah and Mac motherfucking Trey. What's good? We back and we black. Yo, <laughs> back and we black, baby. We're going to put on a t-shirt. You're going to buy it. <laughs> Yo, but I haven't recorded with you guys since last year. So how's 2021 been so far? It's been great so far. I love it. Oh, word? <laughs> Yeah, why not? It's been good. It's only been a week, right? Mm, We're doing good. A week, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Trey, how's yours been? <laughs> Man, things have been amazing. Wow, a little, a little too amazing, you know. So I'm, I'm, I'm keeping my guard up. Wow, I feel so negative here. Because <laughs> mine, I just, I still feel very drained. I feel like there was no break or real transition point from last year to this year, and it honestly just feels like an extended 2020. Like somebody made a joke about it being December 47th, and I felt that shit in my soul. So I think once I get an actual break or time off, I'll feel, you know, properly recalibrated and jump in headfirst into this new shit like you guys. But mm, right now, not really feeling it. I hope that the rest of your year after today is a thousand <laughs> times better. <laughs> let's, let's just put that in the universe. <laughs> I just I to be honest, I feel like we're still on a break from like Christmas. I, I feel like I'm still on break like. I, I don't feel like I've gotten back into the groove of things yet. Come on, groove. Stella got a groove back. I can never hear groove without saying Stella got a groove back. <laughs> Great. I haven't gotten my groove back, but, you know, it's we're just here. It, it, it never I, left, Lee. Great. Never left. Come on. No, it, 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 no, it hasn't. Thank you. <laughs> well, speaking of the new year, let's talk about some other new shit. Uh, what's some new music you guys are bumping or new to you music that you guys are listening to this week? I think, what did, when did Jasmine Sullivan's uh, album, uh, <laughs> Hotels? Was, Hotels, yes, that came out this week. <laughs> So um, I started listening to that, and I'm like, okay, this is cool. I like the song with Ari. To be honest, I like the, um, you know, like the, the stories in it better than I like the music. 
Like, I like listening to the people talk. And <laughs> I, you know what's so funny is I completely understand you. Like, I don't agree, but I understand you because I know how you listen to things. And you're like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah for sure. a story. <laughs> we love a story. We love a narrative. Let's go. Right. I love the stories. Well, and I I saw that, like, she had tweeted Issa Rae, like, oh, what if we made the stories a short film? Right. And Issa Rae was like, bitch, say less. Right. Like, Period. So I can't wait for that. Yeah. I, you know, I pray that that comes to fruition. Right. And, like we can get that because yeah I'm, I'm here for it i like i like seeing where jasmine sullivan is in in this place right now yeah yeah but totally. I, I was listening to that but i have been really into um i don't even know how to pronounce it correctly iluje iluje um he is he's he's 20 years old he's kind of like a i don't know if we still call it neo soul anymore but he's he's an r&b um, artist and his album I think came out at the end of the last year mm-hmm. and it's still kind of new to me I've heard other music from him before but the album's new to me and I'm just in love like it's it's a vibe it's mm-hmm. chill it's you know it's a whole date night mood um, and then I learned actually today that he's like 20 or 21 years old and he's actually from Oakland Oh, oh shit, makes oh, that makes a lot cool. of sense. <laughs> I was going to yeah. say, you know, it's good R&B when it either makes you mad or in love. It's definitely, like, amorous. <laughs> it's totally, like, a, an album that, like, I want to listen to while I'm, like, chilling with my dude and just kick it. You know, I love it. Just kick it. You know it's not an exactly. episode until I start singing. <laughs> just kick it. All right. I, I was doing some research. I haven't heard Jasmine Sullivan yet, but mm. she's supposed to be doing some type of something with Issa Rae to kind of put visuals to the whole Literally thing. just said that. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it. <laughs> I didn't hear that part. My bad. I was, I'm, I was tuned no, out. <laughs> Already, Trey, we just started. I'm sorry, I'm a little hungry. I'm a little hungry. <laughs> You're supposed to eat before, foe. That's so funny. No, you know what, you guys, full disclaimer, uh, I am coming off of a very, like, a- exciting weekend in terms of uh, highs and lows. And I am relying on <laughs> I'm relying on these guys to, you know, just kind of get me through. So, um... Yeah, just make sure you read the label on your edibles before you take them, kids. That's this. That's the lesson I'm learning right now in this very weekend. <laughs> at this very moment, be careful. Just be careful, right? And also, if you haven't taken an edible, just make sure you're listening to the conversation. Trey, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, pay attention. Right. <laughs> if you're gonna take edibles, start off very slow, yeah, bruh. Take a very little bit. Of Why time. do they make them taste so good, though? I'm just like, oh yes, give me <laughs> another oh, that's, one. That's- that's not even my problem with the edibles. My problem is you take it and it'd be like 30, 45 minutes. You're like, yo, this shit not hitting like that. I got to take more. Oh. And then all of a sudden, you, <laughs> you, you in the point of no return. Just wait for it. Just yeah. wait. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I ain't got no patience. I think the craziest, like, edible story I had was, like, literally, like, I took one at, so I was living in San Francisco, and Dolores Park is, like, known for, like, their... Coconut rum guy. Yeah, 420 and coconut rum guy who, like, comes around with, like, coconuts and, like, chops them open, puts in rum. That's your coconut rum. And then you have the um, truffle guy. And the truffle guy is the one who sells all the edibles, right? So on Sunday Fun Day, it's a day where everybody comes together. They go to brunch. They go to Dolores Park. You get drunk. And um, 
you know, that's usually it for me. But that day I was like, oh, truffle guy. I'm already like deep in my drunkenness. I'm like, oh, yeah, let's get a few of those, right? And they tasted good. Again, there's something that y'all just need to make them taste nasty because I'm just going to eat too many every single time. So I had a couple of those truffles already drunk, not realizing that the high is kicking in. I get all the way home like we're done with our day. And then I see somebody on Instagram who like I didn't like and I saw their location and my high ass decided to go. You pulled up? Pull up. Pulled up <laughs> on him, walked straight up behind him, was like, what's up? But I was too dizzy to do anything. And then we ended up in the club and dancing and all this other shit that I ended up like on some other shit like where you know those two a, at 2 a.m <laughs> you either talking about you know how much you love somebody or how much you hate somebody and that's literally what it ended up being that night so yeah no no more truffles at 2 a.m or no more truffles at dolores park but apparently i'm still not learning my lesson <laughs> oh, edibles. be careful with the edibles word god uh but back to jasmine's album man um yeah i mean she will make you feel like you're on a an emotional edible like i feel like whenever i listen to jasmine i feel like I need to be prepared for her to take my soul and use it as ink as she writes my story in the stars. Like, she, she's fucking deep. Like, always deep, always on time, always on point, always timeless. Like, I can listen to lions and tigers and bears and still feel it in my fucking toes. Like... And her voice is just so beautiful. Yeah. I just love her voice. I mean, who else can say some shit like, you know, I'm not scared of animals that can kill me, but I'm afraid of loving one of you niggas and make it just sound so deep, right? <laughs> Damn. Only Jasmine. I, I don't know. I, I'm really, I like this album because I feel like it's super honest, right? And the song with Ari Lennox, um, is it Sit On It or On It? Sorry. <laughs> is the it Sit On It? Sit On It. Yeah. <laughs> We'll go with that. I'm like, okay, girl, yes, I'm right. here for it. Right. I think also, and I, I don't want to cut you guys off, but I think, you know, when niggas stop messing with their shorty, they have a whole face. And I think we need to normalize, you know, the woman side of things when they go through their whole face. You know what I mean? So. I, well, yeah, I mean. Yeah. I I think it's normalized. I mean, we got WAP. <laughs> we got WAP, but I, I do really think that she's exploring sex here in this album. I haven't listened to it a ton of times yet because it literally just came out. Um, mm -hmm. But she's exploring sex. She's exploring, like, dealing with fuckboys and really owning her boss assness through her sexuality. So I think you're getting a lot of that here. And through her voice, through her artistry, I mean, I think it's going to resonate with a lot of people because these stories are very relatable right That's yeah for sure i love the stories yeah. and like um the first one i think it's the first one antoinette's story mm -hmm. so antoinette is i i follow her on instagram she um is one of the co-hosts of around the way curls uh podcast mm -hmm. and she she's just dope like i love hearing what she has to say i like her story on jasmine's like um album I, she's just dope like i that that to me is why i said that like why i love the stories because i love hearing like these different perspectives and just women being real and like you said owning um you know just their boss bossiness and their sexuality and all of that like yeah we deal with some shit but i'm also like a boss about it and sometimes i'm emotional about it right. and whatever like i i loved it i'm gonna own it i'm a boss ass badass bitch period exactly I, I feel like you hear period i love when periods always implied you never really have to say it and that's something jasmine does very well yes yeah i love that right good observation yeah yes. 
Uh, you know, in one thing about Jasmine, and I feel bad because I know where it came from for me, is I always looked at Lizzo and said, nigga, Lizzo is what Jasmine should have been, like, this whole time. Like, Jasmine has everything. I don't know why you guys slept on Jasmine and, like, are praising Lizzo, but this album, and really all her work, if you think about it, is letting us know and reminding us that no i'm i like actually a lot more elevated and i'm cool where i'm at and i'm comfortable where i'm at i'm gonna give you niggas the gold every single time i agree with you on way more elevated like i wouldn't ever want jasmine to be in a lizzo category i think lizzo's dope for what she does um like her music isn't necessarily my steez but jasmine i think it's all has always been super soulful right. and even kind of fun, like I, I can see kind of the comedy in the lyrics. Ooh, yeah. mm-hmm. But like I want her to own that. And you know, I if anybody uh you know has had the industry hating on them, I think it's been Jasmine. Come on, come on, industry <laughs> hating drop. Trey, that's your cue. Time out, time out. No, listen, we're not going we're not going just say Trey, people's been hating cue. on people. No, I'm not I'm not in on that. That is a, if there was I, ever I a cue for that, that would have been for I, you. I agree, but I was told not to say anything about the industry <laughs> blackballing people, so I'm not gonna say nothing. I don't think she was necessarily blackballed, no. but I do I don't think that she's I mean, given a I don't mean blackballed, but I mean you know the industry disliking her for whatever reason. Go, not wanting to see her win. Go off, Trey. Now this sure. one I'll let you go off on. Like, let me know what's up. I just don't think she was always given like a fair chance to create the way that I think we've always known she could. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think she came in at a time of an era that was ending, unfortunately, and she Mm, was just starting to pop. So then she just kind of got lost in the transition, but never strayed away from her true self. Right. So then it was like one of these things where it's like, all right, well, if I can't rely on like, the industry's help to get me to where I want to go or not even necessarily where she wants to go. She might not even want that. But if I can't rely on these tools that I'm supposed to rely on in order to elevate my music and get my voice out there more, then I'm just going to build my brand with the people who already love me and spread it through word of mouth. And then social media comes and then this and that. And she's good. She's been good. So good for her. But speaking of things that are not good, baby, a baby, there was a coop, and it's not apparently it's not called a coop, it's called a coup, but there's a <laughs> silent P in there. I don't know why the fuck because I was Who? so prepared to be like, and I coop. I, I think a coop sound way player though. I love coop, pull up in the I coop. don't because I feel like coop sounds like chickens, like chicken head. I don't, coop sounds weak. Bok, bok, bacon, bacon. Well, exactly, basically, I mean, it was weak, so okay. Before, Wait, so let's also clarify. Yes. It was a failed attempt at a coup. I was going to say. Was not, it was an insurrection. <laughs> I was going to say. So this was a, okay. <laughs> the definition of a coup is a sudden, violent, and illegal seizure of power from a government. And that is not what happened this week. What happened this week was a very obviously unorganized attempt to get your voice heard with no fucking plan on what you were going to do once you got inside. Like, who the fuck storms the Capitol? First of all, okay, let's let's go back. Let's go back before I get all riled up too early. So this all started off, if I'm wrong, correct me if I'm wrong, as like a Trump rally, like against like the vote that was happening for uh, making Biden the president, right? That Trump invited, like pretty much 
said like, yo, you guys need to come out and like make your voices heard. So pretty much a riot. Rap, Trump you know raised I mean? the flag and said, yo, y'all need to go over here and stop the vote. But he didn't. He, that's all he said, because he knows that's all he needs to say. And a bunch of idiots got in their trailer homes and did all this shit. I want to see what those planes look like to travel to the fucking capital of the I keep saying it's the state capital, right? Because I keep saying the White House, but it, it happened somewhere else. Am I wrong? Nation's capital. The not nation's state. capital. So you go to the nation's capital and you start your rally. And all the hoorah-rah, and at some point where the police are supposed to keep that shit under control, the police turn their backs and allow these motherfuckers to come in up to the front door to the point right. that they can break in and nothing happened, even at that so point. So there's a video of all these people literally walking in right past all the cops. And, and taking I mean, selfies it, with one cop. Right. It's like, it's wild. But what I, I was reading, and not that it's any excuse, but I was reading mm. that um, apparently the, the, Allegedly. Uh, like the fair, failed rather reaction of like police and whatever mm -hmm. was because they didn't have um, instruction to move forward. What the? F so like across agencies. So the FBI was told, you know, to stand down. The cops were told to stand down, whatever. But I'm like, just last summer, y'all came ready. Yo, ready, ready, right? like ready on site. Like, nigga, nobody knew that shit was going to happen like they knew that this was going to happen. And what else right. is insane is, like, I was watching the news. I think it was CNN. CNN is, they love this shit. They love going off on this shit. I love. They love oh it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Don Lemon and fucking Anderson Cooper. They are so shady and so funny. Chris Como. Dude, all of them. So funny. Um, But the thing about this is. When I lived in San Francisco, again, um, the Super Bowl weekend was crazy, not because it was a Super Bowl weekend, but because during that week, I'd seen more snipers on the roofs of buildings than I'd ever seen in my life. Actually, I'd never really seen yeah. snipers in my life. So mm -hmm. the Super Bowl, which is a national event and is covered by the same people who would have covered like this crisis or mini crisis or whatever, was way more well-prepared for just a fun week as opposed to this rally that was incited by the fucking outgoing president who's already been impeached. He's probably going to be impeached again. Right. Which tells me, no, you guys would have been prepared had you actually cared. You guys didn't care because you wanted this shit to happen. And that's what's scary. Right. Exactly. So, uh, um, what day did this happen last? What, Thursday? Uh-uh. Uh, no. This happened on Tuesday, I believe? Okay, so last week. Yeah. When it happened... Um, I got a call. Somebody was like, hey, did you see this? And I'm like, yeah, how'd they even get inside? Right. And they were like, yo, they let them niggas inside. Let them in. Like, that's what it comes down to. They let them in. They let them just walk in and do what they had to do. And you didn't let them into an empty building. You let them into somewhere where, where nigga, high-profile people are here right now. Right. Like, they got to go through tunnels and secret rooms and shit now because y'all let these people in. Exactly. Like, Senate... They were, what were they doing? Counting the electoral votes. Nigga, the like most important thing. was in there. Right. Kamala, the queen. Yo. Madam MVP. Right. She was in there. Right. <laughs> I thought you were talking about three different people just now. <laughs> like, okay, the queen was there? <laughs> <laughs> no, just my little side note. Yeah, Kamala no, right. beautiful on the cover of Vogue today. She, um, okay, yeah, okay. Gorgeous, right? <laughs> mm, so, you know that, my. That's all factuals. It's all factuals except for that last part. So, Leah, we've had this no? conversation. 
I need her to get her old stylist back. Whoever was putting her in those bad bitch outfits before when she was on the Senate and she was just in California. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Please get back to that. I understand wanting to wear, like, the oversized suits and, like, looking like Hillary Clinton, like the black Hillary Clinton, basically, (laughs) in order to get gain the approval that you need to get the spot. But you're in the spot now, sis. What the fuck are they going to tell you? Please just dress the way you want to dress because it's going to exude power for other women who look exactly like you who dress exactly like that to let them know bitch you can still do anything you want don't think you have to change and conform to these un uh as fashions in order to get in these places i am an aka i'm a bad bitch i'm gonna let you guys know this is how you do it and once you're here this is how you own it so i'm still waiting for the this is how you own it I, I kind of feel like her version of that is wearing the checks. Like, because she's she's very into wearing those checks. And I, I agree with you. I love to see a woman own her femininity and wear a skirt, wear a dress. Like, I totally feel like she could take what Michelle Obama did right. and push it to another level. Because Michelle Obama wasn't uh, afraid. She was giving you arms right. and legs. Absolutely. And people hated her for it, but it empowered so many, like you said. And I would love to see Kamala do that. But, you know, ugly suit aside, I thought she looked beautiful on Vogue. <laughs> that's what that's what I, I think so, too. I agree. But, yeah, I mean, going back to the Capitol, I think it was, it, one, it was so embarrassing. I was thinking, like, if I lived in another country right now, if I was Yo. from another country, I would be looking at America like, what the fuck is this bullshit? Or, if I was looking to invade America one day, I'd be looking like, oh, okay. Right. <laughs> well, this is easy. Cool. <laughs> Shit. Okay. Right. It, but, I mean, I think it, it's just, it was another failed attempt, another failure for Trump and his administration. I mean, he just L's after L's after L's, I feel like. Like, get, uh, it's just, I'm glad that, I'm. what are we, 10 days away? We're almost done. It's too long, to mm. be honest. It's always been too long. Mm, mm, mm. Say it again for the people. Oh. It's always been too long. 10 days away. No. no, but I agree. It has been too long. Um, and, you know, if he does get impeached again, great. I agree with Nancy Pelosi on this, that, you know, Pence should hurry up and just push him out. But, right. you know, it sounds like he's not willing to do that. And so, okay. I mean, if we impeach him, fine. But that's that's going to take longer than 10 days. Let's just get through this like, week. Let's be done with it. That's like going through a breakup and be like, okay, but wait, hold on. I left my sweatshirt and left my socks at that nigga's house. So we need to still be communicating in order to for me to arrange the pickup for the socks and the sweatshirt. No, cut it well, off. I... I I actually, I'm, I'm with the impeachment because um, it would potentially bar him from ever uh, running for office again. Because he's already said he's going to go in 2024. Wait, he can do that? I don't know if he'll still be alive. Wait, he can um, do that, though? Oh, damn. He can, yes. What the yeah. fuck? Can Obama just so, do it? <laughs> no, because he, he went had two terms. two terms already. Yeah. Oh, wow, trash. So, <laughs> Trump, if he's impeached, um, it would potentially ban him from... Um, running again but i i read and someone will have to fact check because i don't know if this is totally true but i read that it would also take away some of his rights as uh you know as a former president like in terms of secret service and and other funding that he would when you have a otherwise be entitled army of to. idiots like you have as donald trump i don't think you're really worried about that part um, well, he has the money regardless. It's not like he needs it, but and still. When you think about the entertainment value, though, I hate to say it, 
this would literally be like equal to the Warriors and the Cavs going back to back to back hella years in a row. Like, oh my God, if Trump were to run again after this term, what the fuck are we dealing with here? Right. (laughs) But you would not be able to like peel your eyes away from the TV. Like this shit is happening, but I just don't want it to happen all the way. I don't want it to happen at all, but I really don't want this man in the office at all. So I'd need you guys to treat these next four years as delicately, but as purposefully as possible so that way we can get a point across to the right amount of people and to the right people in order to avoid another shitstorm. because not only are we dealing with running the government the way it needs to be ran and getting it back on track first of all from corona and all this other shit but now you need to one again win over people who are definitely not on your side this country's super fucking divided and two, you're going to have to deal with Trump in the corner somewhere screaming and yelling still because he's going to figure out a way to stay in the news. News loves Trump. So it's just there's always going to be that distraction there. So I don't know. These next four Unfortunately, years. Unfortunately, I think that damage has already been done. What do you mean? Whether he like runs for president again or not, I think the damage has been done in terms of, um, you know, he's already incited and, and encouraged so many um just what was real about America. He's he's given those people a voice, right? And I think that that damage has already been done. Um, I think that he has made... I think we talked earlier about this. Like, for the last four years, the news has always included Trump. And everything's been, like, this crazy, just shit show. And I, I kind of feel like we're not going to go back to things just kind of being calm again. I, I think like the so, news and the media is always going to be kind of um, chaotic because people have now gotten used to it. So do you see more, more people taking on like kind of how Trump ran and had like a cult following? Do you see more people running on kind of similar policies like Trump or are you talking like Republicans specifically? Uh, I'm talking about Republicans specifically, for sure. Come on, Pacific Ocean. Yeah. Um, I think people will definitely... You know what I think, though? I think Donald Jr. is going to try to run. Uh, He already said he's going to try to run. Yeah, that seems like a very likely thing. And he... That would be easy for him, because he would just be piggybacking off his dad's base, and they already know him. They know the whole family. Literally, that whole family could run if they wanted to and have the same damn base, which is crazy. Well, what I think is interesting, though, is is um, even the people who do support Trump, Republicans, there's many Republicans who've been really um, embarrassed by Trump and, and just by this riot at the Capitol and things that he's um, kind of allowed to be overlooked. And I think that even if Donald Jr. ran, will he get votes? Sure. But um, I don't think it would be a, a sufficient enough to I mean unless we just had some terrible other candidate but I mean if he's going to go against Biden for example or Kamala I I don't think he's going to have enough people to back him I think people are fed up with this family and they're tired of the charades and and just the bullshit it's a shit show and I think people are tired of that in general Um, let's hope you're right I think that the people who support will obviously they're always going to continue to support but I I just don't think that there's going to be enough because um, it's just become a shit show it's just too much and I could totally be wrong but I I don't think that 
um, he would be a strong enough candidate to to make that happen. Well, hopefully, you are not wrong because when I think about Trump and like Trump supporters, I think about like the Hills Have Eyes, which I just watched this week, and I'm just like, yeah, them niggas did not go away. That's all. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so back to the coup. Ooh, I'm gonna say coup. Uh, back to the coup. Uh, so they got into the building. They a woman got shot who was already talking shit earlier that day. I mean, I'm not saying you know she deserved to get shot or anything. I'm just saying like you ran up in there and you did that, uh, knowing play what... silly games, get silly prizes. Yeah. So that's that is what it is. My thing is just like one, you guys look ridiculous. You guys look very unathletic trying to climb that fucking wall and just it just it was it was embarrassing. And it was also at the same time infuriating that all this shit can go on for this long and no action is being taken from the other side. So it's really scary to me um, to see what police action looks like depending on who's on the opposite side of the gun. And I just don't know. I, I hope that under this new administration, like shit can actually change. But I think it really, it comes down to very a ton of different micro levels on getting these things switched over because i mean it doesn't i mean the national side is one thing but you when you talk about local police and uh agencies and things like that then i mean it takes a lot to get people to change but that was very eye-opening i feel like that needed to be seen by people who didn't understand what black people were talking about when we were talking about yo these people are unnecessarily shooting us for no damn reason other than basically hate and then you see this and it's like oh well i can see who they hate and who they don't hate for sure now hopefully right i mean if you just look at the overall i mean i just go back to like some of the protests from the summer and how serious we were about you know just gaining equality and just some of the silly shit that was going on um on tuesday or wednesday like the smiling the taking shit the going in people's offices the selfies it's like Yo, like, it's and a revolution. I know people, right. And I know people personally who has, who've lost eyes, who, you know, because of the rubber bullets, um, just different situations oh, like that. And it's just, it reminds me of that Meek Mill songs, uh, two, two, two sides to America. You know, it looks like two completely different situations. And which is and, insane. Yeah. Yeah. Which is crazy. That is crazy. But is it crazy? Like, uh, I just feel like when things like this happen, like all these, you know, news pieces come out and it's like, black people, we've been knowing this. We've been knowing that there's two different Americas. We've been knowing that there's, you know, different ways that things are handled. Um, I wasn't really surprised at how it was handled. I think I was more just like in shocked at in shock rather at how like to just see fucking it. ridiculous it looks yeah to see because yeah, you we've like, known it but you've never seen it and then when you see it in 2021 it's like what the fuck right yeah exactly what the actual fuck yeah so there's definitely a ton of fucking work to do um Kind of like the work that needs to be done on Kim and Kanye's marriage, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> so this week, it got announced that Kim and Kanye were getting a divorce. Is anybody surprised? I, I'm not surprised personally. I, I I didn't think that they were going to be a forever thing. 
And um, I'm looking for a fire ass keeping up with the Kardashians. Uh, I don't know uh, if we're going to get over. one. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Season's <laughs> over. I mean, series is over. Right. I mean, they feel. Well, they're going to do. They're going to. Miss. Um, boss Chris Jenner going to figure out something. Yeah. I mean, they filmed the last episode of Keeping Up, like. I think at some point last week, which I mean, it, it could be a possibility that that's on there at the very tail end, uh, or they may have worked it in. Who knows? Cause they always put out these stories strategically as they're filming. So that way we're able to connect the dots later on when we see the show. So that could be a thing. I, I really, I can't see that not somehow being a part of the narrative, but they did also sign a deal with, I think Hulu for more content. So I don't think the Kardashians are completely gone. I think just that specific show is gone. So I actually disagree, and I don't believe that this will be, um, I don't think this will be a part of the show's narrative, just because she and Kanye have been married for quite a while, and he's been really adamant about not being super involved in the show, and not having all of his business on the show, Mm. and not having their kids super involved, and um, I just think that... I think that Kim has learned to keep some things a bit more close to home. And I, I don't think that we're going to get a, a narrative out of this. Do you think that changes because, you know, they're no longer together or allegedly no longer together? Do you still think she um, respects his wishes? Absolutely. Okay. Really? I, I, I wouldn't. Think, I, but I think that's also with the assumption that this is not an amicable decision. Mm. Like we, we, which is something that we don't know. You know what I mean? Like th- that could be under the assumption that, um, you know, that this is they're hella mad and angry at each other, which I I actually don't feel is the case. I think that um, she's probably just tired. I think she's she's tired of trying to be there and make it work, and you know, uh, trying to be there and be his support, and he keeps just doing out of pocket shit and. I I mean, I imagine she's exhausted and I think she's, you know, right in feeling for that, right in feeling that way. Um, I think also, though, Kanye's probably at a point where he doesn't want everything in his life to be TV and L.A. Uh, yeah, you know, clearly not L.A. I, he doesn't live there. Yeah, exactly. So I imagine that this is probably something a bit more amicable than than the media would like for it to seem. Um and I don't think it's going to be something that's going to be super drawn out and crazy. Yeah, and to your point, Leah, I think Kim is just, at this point, tired and rich, right? It's like, I'm too tired to be dealing with this shit, and I'm too fucking rich to be dealing yeah. with this shit, right? I look I mean, she good. was rich before him. They were both rich in no. their own right, but he definitely elevated her brand, I think, right. especially her relationship with brands. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's at a place now... I would imagine that she's just at a place where, you know, one, she's what, 40 years old. Um, She's working on her law degree. She has kids. She's a mom now. Like, I think her priorities are just a little different than maybe they were when they first met. And Um, and I think one of the big things that we we are, we're not really even touching on is Kanye West has been diagnosed with bipolar disorder. You know what I mean? So when Leah and D, you talk about her being tired, you know that there. I'm sure that has something to do with it as well. You know, dealing with his different personalities. Um, well, so let's be 
clear-haired bipolar depression or bipolar disorder does not indicate that there's different personalities. But, um, I mean, yeah, you know, to have mood swings or to have these highs and And that's lows, what I mean. I don't mean, di- you know, different personalities, but have just, you know, the highs and lows to be kind of manic at certain points. Sure. I mean, if I'm being honest, if, I, if I'm married to someone who's, who's having these manic episodes, um, I, I imagine I would be tired. And, and I imagine that it's, it's hard. I, I, I'm not, I've not been married. I'm not married. Um, I, I understand that marriage <laughs> is hard regardless, but I think you throw in these other things and I, I just, I can imagine being um, just kind of over it. Do you think there's a situation where they reconcile and maybe get back to, you know, back together down the road? Because I, I remember a point in time where we thought that they were meant for each other. You know what I mean? And how happy Kanye was. And did we Kim think was. they were meant for each other? I honestly I thought that, they, that this wasn't going to last. I, I, I remember early on thinking like, oh, like this is, you know, this is, they found, he found the one, you know what I mean? So. I like the cake. So I'm thing. a believer that the one is the one that you choose. Mm. And I, I felt like they, they chose each other. And I liked it. Um, I was, I kind of wasn't so sure of Kim's attraction to him initially. Um, but what I, I feel like Kanye like loved her. Fucking love Kanye. He, (laughs) I feel like Kanye just loved the shit out of her, and I think that that was what brought her in. Women, we want to be just loved and adored, and we want you to be obsessed with us. And um, I think that he was. You know, he he was obsessed with her. Their kids are gorgeous. Um, you know, I feel like North is probably a little badass, but I think she's also probably really smart. <laughs> and, you know, I, I think that they have, in their time together, have created a beautiful life. And if, <laughs> no pun intended, and if that was all that they were meant to do together, then so be it. It was still beautiful. It was still worth it. I hate that I just got your pen. I'm like, pun, pun, pun. Beautiful life. Got it. Beautiful trust. Yep. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, I don't know, man. I, I really, I'm always very weary of like new Kardashian news because I really do always feel like this is going to somehow come back, but I guess we'll see. I mean, this is going to be the season finale, so they'll have to have something big on there, but I feel like the Kardashians really hasn't been like explosive television for some time. So it may still just be the the typical Chloe can't let go of Tristan and Kylie's fucking yeah. singing with her baby. I don't know. Speaking of crazy families, though, uh, so Dr. Dre had a health scare this week. Do you guys know about it? Yeah, sad. Yeah, very sad. Talk to me about it because I saw the headlines. I don't want to speak off of headlines. I know you guys know. So from my understanding is he had a crazy headache and then he went into the um, hospital. He had a brain aneurysm. Um, Leah, did you read anything up on it? Um, I, I just read that it was an aneurysm. I didn't hear, you know, any details more than that. Um, I made the joke to like some friends that this girl, Nicole is stressing him the Yo, fuck out. Stressing him the fuck out. That's like, <laughs> so that's why I didn't read much past the headline. To be honest, all I saw was yeah. Dr. Dre had aneurysm. I'm like, yep, probably did with this bitch. Cause if, she's trying to take, she's everything. trying to take everything. <laughs> and I don't know. Do you guys think she deserves everything? Like, I don't I just don't know. I just don't, never want to get married and have a lot of money like that and have to deal with those kind of problems. I think when you build a life with somebody, you know, there's things that 
you know, legally should be yours. But she's trying to take literally everything. So uh, I feel like, (laughs) one, I believe in prenups. And they do have a prenup. We love prenup. Oh, I wonder what (laughs) Kanye and Courtney's prenup. Oh, Kanye and Courtney. Kim? Kanye and Kim's (laughs) prenup looks like. You know what? Courtney rode for Kanye harder than Kim did, by the way. But we'll talk about that later. <laughs> I I imagine well I'm sorry. Um I know that Nicole and Dre have a, a, a prenup. Um and so she's trying to say that the prenup is no longer valid because he broke the conditions of the marriage by cheating on her. Um and he's saying fix that in the prenup. Say it again. So like why would you not fix that in the prenup? Like nigga, including cheating, you're still not getting shit. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's what I think is kind of odd. I don't I don't know. Um, I know that she's trying to say, you know, the prenup is no longer valid because of whatever. He's cheated, he's had babies, all this stuff. But he's like, prove it, you know, and obviously she can't. Um, I feel like as anyone, as a woman or a man, when you're a partner to someone and they build a business and they, you know, whatever they build their name and they make money i do believe you're entitled to something because you've been there you've been there for the long nights you've you've you know hopefully held them down at home supported you supported you've supported supported. all those things i definitely feel like she's entitled to something um for when when she put out like her itemized list of all the things she needs a million dollars a month for like entertainment or something that's asinine to me like that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Um, so I do. I think she's asking for too much. Absolutely, but I do think she's entitled to. I think she's entitled to enough to continue her quality of life. When did we get to a point where we decided, you know what, we are so in love that I want to get the government involved. Like I want to make this yeah. legal. Like I yeah. want to get lawyers in this thing. Yeah. So that way, if we have a typical breakup like anybody else does, this shit, other niggas are getting paid off of it, and we are getting fucked even worse than what we would have been had we just handled this ourselves off paper. So I've never looked it up, and as nerdy as I am, and as much as I research things, I've never looked up like the history of marriage in America. But in in general, marriage has always been... um, you know about economics right it's always been you marry up you marry someone who has something families join together who have something um and i think in this country it gets fucked because you're not (laughs) entitled to certain benefits if you're not married you're not entitled to certain tax breaks to health benefits and so on if you're not married and i think we it's it's almost pushed like well, you should because you get these things. Um, but also, I think in America, we romanticize marriage, whereas in other countries, it's still looked at as very, um, a trans- you know, like a a, almost a business like transaction. A merger. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's looked at more of like a merger, whereas here, it's about the ring and about the wedding and about the parties and, you know, the babies and the pictures. And it's, it's no longer about... Um, you know the family and like you said the merger of of joining families together and and supporting each other in that way and it, this is probably a deeper conversation but 
what you're kind of what we're kind of talking about is America has capitalized and monetized every single thing, including divorce. You know what I mean? So that's what happens when you live in a capitalistic society. Agreed. I agree. I mean, I I, I read somewhere weddings are 10k that's the average wedding now Fuck you're gonna no. spend 10k no 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 it's 30 oh, 30k. oh it's 30k. no okay. and i cool and i cool in america is is around 30k might be a little bit more yep. um but i mean yeah oh, it, it, it's i mean even having a, a wedding ring or an engagement ring that was a marketing ploy by de beers back in i want to say the 30s or 40s um and, and so i mean honestly it's a relatively still new concept but it, it was a marketing ploy. Um, and just so that people know, diamonds are upmarked 400%. Listen, that's what I love. That's one of the perks of being a gay is our <laughs> men's rings are like notoriously basic as fuck. So, yeah. Great. Yeah, absolutely. Let's get it. Is there a I buy mean, to? I feel like unless you meet someone who wants like some super opulent ass like mm. ring. Yeah, no, that's not. Yeah. <laughs> Not your style? <laughs> nah. I mean, if I'm going to... Eh, no. I'd rather... Like, if I'm going to invest money like that or have somebody invest money like that into something, it wouldn't be on my ring. Or it wouldn't be on my finger. So, I'm kind of the opposite. Like, I... I I want the ring, but that's because I like jewelry. <laughs> you really do. I'm, you were like I'm a fucking like... playa playa from the <laughs> Himalayas. If you guys have ever seen Leah, if you guys ever meet Leah... She has this one jacket that she probably won't even know what I'm talking about right now. Like, it reminds me of, like, a Versace kind of situation, but it's, like, very 90s windbreaker. She puts on her gold jewelry and let her get on some hoops or something, got that hair done. Like, she, it's a wrap. Like she hair done, nails done. Listen, not planned. She loves the jewelry, but go ahead. Well, so I want the ring because I like the jewelry, but I'm not into having weddings. I think weddings, like... A 30, 50, whatever K wedding uh, party, rather, for some other people is is kind of silly Trash. to me. I would rather, I, and I don't want to start our life together having a party for other people. Right. I want us to start our life together doing something that makes sense for us, whether that's buying a property or traveling for some time together or whatever. I would rather put that money towards something else. But I want my ring. Well, get that woman a ring, child. <laughs> Wait, so what happens in the like the traditional like hetero like situation? Do does the female the female does the woman buy uh, the man his ring, or does he have to buy his own ring too? So the whoever proposes buys the engagement ring to propose with. Mm -hmm. um, the woman, so typically it's the man, right, proposing to the woman. So he'll buy her an engagement ring. The and then at age. the wedding, he also is supposed to add a wedding band in addition right. to the ring. Oh, she right. get two um, rings, child? Essentially, yes. <laughs> and then the woman, um, it, I think it depends on the couple, but it, at least the way I would do it is I would buy my man's wedding band. Mm. And present that, you know, at the wedding. He Hella doesn't get to wear it cheap. while engaged. Hello, Here you go, yeah. babe. It was like $300. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, I mean, but some men's rings are really nice, and it depends on the materials. Like, if you're mm. buying him a platinum ring, that's going to be expensive. Mm. Um, I think it's more trendy now to do, like, titanium or tungsten, which is hella durable, and they look hella sleek. Mm. Um, 
but I mean, yeah, it, it, it just depends on who. If you're buying gold, that ring's gonna be more expensive. Mm, yeah. I like black, I like that black. Like, yeah, so tungsten would be great. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm gonna talk to you because obviously you know a little bit more. Because I'm like, <laughs> like, give me the black one. <laughs> I would love to have a jewelry store like uh-huh. that. I think that's a, a goal we get. I gotta, yeah, work I gotta on. hook you up with Sharif <laughs> Jewelers in Sacramento. Yeah. <laughs> Trey, what are your thoughts on marriage? Are you uh, you ever popping the question to anybody? You got, do you want to confess anything right now? Do you want to get these tax benefits? I hope one day. You know, I'm super old. Fit. I definitely want to get these tax benefits. I definitely want to be married. Um, <laughs> I definitely, uh, I I want all that. You know, I'm I'm kind of old fashioned like that though. You know what I mean? So yeah, for sure. But I would like a gold ring with like diamonds around it. See, he's expensive. That reminds me of fucking what's his name? What's that one guy who never went away who was always on BET videos with R. Kelly? Well, what the hell is going on in the ring in my heart? I just pictured a Ron Isley ass ring. Something oh, like that, for sure. I don't know if anyone's like I like I said, I'm nerdy about this. Ron Isley's story with his wife is actually really beautiful. He was on drugs for a long time. Um, and had become addicted and he uh, this woman basically was like I'm going to help you and it turns out she was a nurse um, and she got him all this help and treatment and stayed with him throughout the process um, and that is that woman is now his wife wow that sounds like um, some World War II ass shit <laughs> right right it was I mean it's it's actually a really beautiful story but um, yeah all that said I, I fuck with Ron Isley and his wife and you know what? I'm sorry. I am talking about the wrong person. I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say. You know yeah, what I mean? I, I, was, gonna, I was gonna Google that later. I was like, wow, bro. I was like, was on okay. Allegedly, allegedly he was on drugs. Oh, that's so funny. It was Charlie Wilson. My bad. That is hilarious. Shout out to Ryan Isley. He's still out there doing tours. He was at, at the um, he was in San Francisco before all this shit shut down to uh, to do a concert in a park situation. I just I don't know if I could. I mean, no, you know, never mind. If I was an artist and I love what I did, I would definitely do it until the day I died. So go ahead, go off. For sure, yeah. But any last thoughts on marriage? Nope. Going, going. I, I mean, I. <laughs> but I, I do think it's beautiful and I do think it's it's one of the dopest things I think that we have in this like human experience is to have someone who sees you and who is down for that mm. and who is there to support you and hold you down and vice versa. Um, and whether that means you guys get legally married or not, I think it's just it's one of the dopest things that you can experience. And I encourage people to be open to receiving that. Word. Yeah. I- I think uh, <laughs> I think you said it the best. I think it's just dope to have your person, you know? I don't believe that we always have one person. I think maybe one people. person at a time. Just marry all your people. <laughs> See what happens. But, I mean, I, I don't know if I necessarily believe that you have one person for an entire lifetime. I think those who find that, that's beautiful. Um, I think but, you have a person for a time period in your life. You know what I mean? Oh. I think sure, yeah. different people for different times. Like, I think... Some of the women I have met in my life have been perfect for the time that I was in in my life, you know, so. Agreed. I I agree with that. Um, I was reading earlier today that, like, there's a a Buddhist thought that 
um, the the principle or the idea that something is is to be forever is a chief cause of suffering. And like I think we've had this conversation before. I I would love to see as a society and as a people we get away from the idea that anything has to be forever, whether that's marriage or pain or joy or whatever let's just appreciate what it is for now or what it was and, and be, you know, welcome to the evolution and how things just change. It doesn't have to be good or bad. It's just be open to what it is currently. You better preach. Come on. You over here dropping gems. Come on. Hello. Now, last question on marriage. So we all said, or I think we all agreed that we don't want like this. We don't want to drop 30K on an actual wedding. So if you were getting married, like what would your like ideal situation be? I know mine. Oh, shit. If I give it away, then another nigga's going to want to do it. <laughs> right. Yeah, you gotta say it now. Uh, yeah, you gotta okay. say it now. I'll say it. Um, so there is a cliff that leads into an ocean somewhere in California on the coast. Uh, that is a spot that I think is very like it's straight out of a calendar, very picturesque. I've been there a few times. In Richmond? No. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you going over to the liquor store? <laughs> you know, uh, where are you going to San Quentin? Um, no, um, it's in, uh, God, I'll just say it. So the Muir Beach Overlook, right? So super nice. If you've ever been up there, you know what I'm talking about. You walk out onto like that sea cliff and you're just in the middle of the ocean. It feels like right straight out of calendar. Like I said, I would always imagine like having like a small intimate situation, um, with, like Beyonce playing in the background, what is it? Uh, Smash into you or hello. I haven't decided. And oh, hello would be so beautiful. Right, mm-hmm. I love hello, um, especially during the the live version when she was walking down to that concert in Vegas. Oh, so fucking good. Yes. Okay. Um, but just like a bunch of friends just leading up to like the the very crest of like that cliff and having the ocean as a backdrop and exchanging vows and going, you know, yes, this is it. We did it. De'Aaron Waters got married basically in the water. Lit, right? I can't wait to be there. This sounds so beautiful. Oh my god, but you know, now everybody else gonna be there. There's my invite, thank you. There it is. But yeah, that's that's what I see. And that's definitely not costing no thirty thousand dollars. I mean, I think it would cost maybe zero dollars, maybe more than that. Cause I'll have, no, well, you got to feed the people after. You feed the people. So. You have like the super nice cars <laughs> to pull up. Like I want everybody in SUVs. Yeah, it's it'll be a thing. I can't wait. Can I be a bridesmaid? Are you gonna have bridesmaids? I don't know. It's a gay wedding. Who okay. knows? <laughs> Can I be like? You're gonna have like uh, a. T- you're gonna have one of those Carrie? Kamala suits on. No, I want to be like Carrie Bradshaw. Like, what did she wear? Did she wear a suit? I um, just remember Carrie in the feather, which was actually for her wedding. True. <laughs> I don't know. I think she wore a suit in the wedding. But anyway, I I, I can't wait. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Because she got into a whole thing over that damn suit. Um. Yeah. <laughs> but that that's it for me. Uh, what about you guys? I want to be like in Bali or something. I want to just, I want there to just be water and sand and trees and flowers and i don't want a lot of people there um i want to be barefoot because i want to be barefoot all the time Mm. um i want my jewelry and i just want it to be chill um but there's a part of me that's like 
I want people to be there. <laughs> so it's like, do I really want to be in like this jungle in Bali? Um, so, I mean, yeah, you maybe can... I'll take your idea and go to the beach where you said. Yeah. And... See, it's already <laughs> happening, child. It's already happening. <laughs> Uh, but you, you know what you could do is what everybody else, not what everybody else does, but what a lot of people do is when they do their destination weddings, they just spend the money to have like a really good videographer so you can get that good reel mm, going true. on yeah. so that way everybody feels that they were a part of it without having the responsibility of traveling to your location or the pressure of like buying you a present because they're in your presence. Yeah. If the main goal is to just share this moment with people you care about and anybody else who may be inspired by it, just put the money into that and you're all good. And it's less stressful. That's actually, yeah. No, that I feel like that's probably a dope way to do it. Um, my friend, she just got married in December, and she and her husband, they live in London. And um, we basically all watched this wedding at 1 a.m. on Zoom. And it was beautiful. And it was still, I mean, it wasn't the same as actually being there, but it was, it was really good. Oh. Like, I mean, she, we could still see her and she looked great. And, you know, it was as close as we could get. And it was, it was just as fun. I have not been to a Zoom wedding yet. I'm just so nervous because I'm the main nigga who be turning my screen right off and doing some other shit. Obviously, because I do it during <laughs> so, this podcast. <laughs> it's funny because a lot of have our screens off but we were still watching like it was 1 a.m a lot of us were here like right. half asleep but you know it was still dope to be able to see it so uh, i know for me i'm if i am to get married and have a wedding i definitely want like just our kids and our parents and we just go to an island and make it happen and have a cigar on the beach after and, and chill word 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 i just got an image of like jay-z and beyonce on a yacht smoking 10,000 percent smoking there's a picture I think it was like a promo pic for on the run where it's like they're sitting on the beach and she's wearing kind of like a rainbow suit mm -hmm. and she's sitting on his lap and they I want to say are sharing a cigar or at least he has a cigar and I keep that picture on, on my phone on purpose because I'm just like that right there is goals mm. like on the beach, no shoes, looking fly with my man and a cigar. I'm here for it. I think everything about the on the run tour visuals and everything about that yes. tour should be applied yes. to life because they <laughs> did that shit so fucking. It was so high quality, so fucking with the shits. I loved it, every part of it, even though they were going through turmoil at the time. But this shit was lit. It was so dope. What's what else I think is dope is um I. I love meditation and I love yoga. Um, I decided that this year I'm going to get more um, involved and more like uh, intentional about my meditation practice. And so I was meditating yesterday and I, I was looking for this guided meditation. I use an app and one of the, the guys on there has a guided meditation called Beyonce. And it's basically meditation is channeling your inner bee got diamonds on my and neck got diamonds on my records right <laughs> <laughs> so what's hella funny is he's like before you start this meditation watch your favorite beyonce video whether it's a live performance or a music video or whatever mm. um and then come back to the meditation so i go watch my favorite performances like he said to watch one i watch like three and whatever mm. um but then you come back and like you you're in this meditative state and like the affirmations are like I am fierce I am powerful I am this and then like at the end he's like but you ain't never gonna be Beyonce right and you know what <laughs> on that point it's so funny because 
I'm so, we've now entered the Beyonce zone for everybody listening. But right. so with Beyonce, the, the thing about her is that she's so multidimensional in like what she puts out because it's not just music. It's not just a video. Right. It's not just a whatever it is. It applies to everything. So like when my boss asked me to like put together a training on how to turn around difficult situations and like get some examples of that. It just so happened that I just watched or rewatched a video of Beyonce during the on the run, not the on the run tour uh, of the formation world tour when she was in Canada and something was going on with her mic. So everybody knows that like um, on the intro of that tour, it's formation and she starts off on the main stage with the girls just doing like the little head bobs and all that shit. And then she does this iconic walk down the catwalk and then they end up center stage and breaking it all down, doing all the dances. Well, what happened this time was her mic, there was something going on with her mic or her ear set where she just couldn't hear. Um, So it wasn't her mic. It had to be her earpiece. So instead of walking down with the girls, she had to step back in the corner and have the guys fix her mic while they were figuring that out. The dancers just kept going. Anybody else in that moment would have been stuck like, okay, well, shit's not happening the way it's supposed to happen. We're going to wait for a leader and for the queue to keep going or for the queue to restart. But no, they knew to keep going and they knew to go harder in order to compensate for the fact that she's back here still singing live while getting her shit together. And the the minute she got her shit together, she came down that motherfucking walkway fierce as fuck because she knew she had to accommodate for the fact that she wasn't on the usual shit that people saw every single night. But what made that so great is that she basically overcame this thing that anybody else would have shut down from, came back stomping the plasma out of the runway and gave you guys a show that nobody else got in the end anyway. And gave you guys all these, like, these moments that you like only you guys can get here in Canada because this happened and it will only happen this one time. And this is how you gracefully fuck up. And this is how you gracefully come back from it. And I think she's shown us that like how many times, right? When Michelle fell, B B kept going. When When B's hair got caught in that fan. Yeah. She kept going when she ripped her earring out. She kept going. When she got fucking clothesline into the goddamn crowd in Brazil, which she's never been back to since. (laughs) <laughs> but she kept going and she allowed she that young man to stay there and yeah no it, it it definitely speaks to i think not just not even her professionalism but just um it, it's it's almost more than that it's just like it's a crazy it's, work ethic it's like it i'm is, yeah like if i'm about putting out a perfect product i'm going to do everything in my power to make sure that that goal is met and i'm not going to leave until that goal is met I'm setting the standard. I am the standard at this point, and I recognize that, and I'm going to continue to hold that torch. Absolutely. Just to kind of veer back into what I was saying about the meditation I was taking, the guy who was who was hosting the guided meditation, um, when he was saying, you know, you're never going to be Beyonce, he, he was saying that with the things that we see in her that we admire and that we, um, you know, just love and the things that literally give us life um, are really just mirrors, right? Beyonce is a mirror to the things that are already in us. Like you don't have to be B. You don't have to be the next B or whomever. You, those things, that fierceness, that the boss ass bitchness, the the professionalism, the whatever, the the um, 
I can't even think of the word I was trying to say, all of those things, whatever it is that resonates with you, it's already in you. You're, you're seeing it in her because you already have it. I don't so, gotta be me. I can said, just be me. Walk in that shit. Walk, walk in it. it. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see a wow, 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 wow. I love that song. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. So that is that is the Beyonce rant of the day. You know, I feel, I'm so proud of myself. 11 episodes in, and I think that's my first veer into the Beyonce realm. Actually, I'm a liar. I did it in episode two. I'm pretty sure. Or maybe episode one. Maybe both. I don't know. Either way, it's always a good time. Uh, but on that note, is there anything else we wanted to go over on this episode for the folks? I don't think we have anything no. else. I'm happy that we're in a new year. I'm happy to talk to you guys again. Mm. I'm I'm excited for all that's to come. I'm like, I'm I'm loving this year already. I'm like, fuck 2020. I'm done. I'm over it. Like I'm ready for this. Like I'm excited. I'm happy to see y'all. Good job. I'm excited to be excited as you guys are. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie I've been taking like a little Instagram break and it feels so good it feels so good to not see people <laughs> and their opinions and their bullshit like it's just it's like the been the best way to I think start my year it's just like doing me and and having the conversations and connections that I want to have and not be like inundated with like all this extra stuff from online yeah that's true speaking of instagram make sure you guys follow us at big d underscore nrg pod which is such a fucking weird name i'm working on changing it but if you guys search big dope (laughs) energy podcast you'll find it on there make sure you guys follow that i'm working personally on moving all podcast related things and just celebrity tea on over to that account so if you guys are used to seeing it on my account uh, get unused to it because it will be posted there as well as Twitter and all the other fun shit, but we'll get into that in the close. Uh, Troy, do you have anything for the people before we close this thing on out? Man, let's just continue to strive to be great. 2021, we here. Let's go. We here. Let's go. And that's it, people. You heard the man. It's time to go. Peace out. <laughs>